Great challenge. Um, you know, this is really this is a really good, really good veteran defensive front. I mean, to me, it's uh, probably the best one we've seen to date, um, and and it's going to be a it's going to be a, a really good challenge for our guys. And you know, it just comes down to just understanding and, and studying the tape and and knowing our game plan. You know, preparing each week or each day, I should say, for this week, um, and and just get themselves you know mentally and physically for. Uh, for a tough ball game. Yeah, you know, I, th- I think they did. They did okay. I mean, they held they held up nice. Uh, you know, against uh, against a good 49er front. Um, you know, it's, it's not it's not perfect. There's there's still young guys are still still developing and, and getting better. And um, but but overall, I thought uh, you know communication was good. Obviously, that starts with our center. You know, uh, Kelsey. But uh, I, I thought I thought Driscoll held up. I thought Malata held up. You know, even even Herbig there. It's uh, Left guard Matt Pryor. I mean, those guys did a did a nice job, uh, you know, in the game uh, Sunday night. You're in the locker room with Tunch and Wolf, presented by Neighborhood Ford Store. The Ford F one fifty is the official truck of the Pittsburgh Steelers. Now here's Tunch and Wolf. Good morning and welcome to the locker room. Uh, he's Wolf. I'm Tunch. You're in the locker room, and you know we're gonna do the scouting report today. And that was Doug Peterson, head coach of the Philadelphia Eagles, talking about uh, the front seven of the Steelers and talking right. about his own offensive line. And they've they've been uh, injured. Now we got to start off though because I believe Jacob, you had a news flash, right? Right. All right. You want to come on and let us know what that is. Because this is this is pretty big. Yeah, so I'm just sitting here with my phone in front of me, the TV in front of me, Twitter goes off. All right, we know where we are. <laughs> I got it all, man. You're awesome. I love you. All right, go ahead. Roll with it. Adam yeah. Schefter reports that a Jets player, a, a test came back positive. Uh-oh. And so in order to... In order to combat that, all Jets players and coaches and personnel were sent home, I guess, from their wow. practice that they held that was starting, I guess, just probably around the time of our show starting. Right, wow. right. Wow, wow, wow. Oh, that's big. So if you've got a COVID-positive test today and you need a couple of days, wow, I mean, you're talking about two to 14 days yeah. of possibly in, being infectious and all that stuff, all that rigmarole, I don't even yeah, Zooks, man. I mean, yeah. that's huge. Yeah. That's absolutely ginormous, Chalooch. Well, you know, I, the, the, there's a game Tuesday. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Um, I, I'm sitting there going, what are they doing? They're going to go Monday, Tuesday, Tuesday. Wednesday. <laughs> I mean, I wonder how much you can do. You know, 
that's what happened in soccer. Right. All right. In soccer, they they postponed, canceled the season or whatever. When they came back, they started having it like every day of the week, and you know, it became everyone became a national or like what do you call it in Europe? Nationally televised or yeah, Europeanly televised. I don't know. But it became a national game, right. which is bigger money. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah, yeah. now the revenue—you're talking about revenue, and how do you pick up the revenue? Well, the only revenue that could be really picked up is more nationally televised games. Yeah. And so I wonder how much of this is going to be real, or if this is just another aberration, or what? What have you? All right, let's start with the offensive line. All right, uh, we're going to start Scotty with the Bard. offensive line. Uh, you know, Jordan Mailata. Uh, yeah, yeah. Oh, he's a big jabroni. Yeah, he's big. Uh, you know, he's a mauler. Not very athletic. I wouldn't call him the most athletic guy I've ever seen. That would be a true statement, Chalooch. Yeah, and uh, I, I think when they, uh, they run twists on him, he uh, is a little slow to reacting. <laughs> He doesn't do a twist and shout very quickly. Right. I will say that. Chubby Checker's got it all over him. He, yeah. You know, this guy. Yeah, yeah. twist um, and shout. Exactly. Now, the thing that I noticed about him, though, when he gets his hands out, yeah. he's got a long punch span. Yeah, he's he got can, long arms. He's got that jumper jumper cable length arms, you know, where he can come out and... and Six, eight, three, forty six, I, and 350. I, I heard he was up to around closer to 360 in some wow. reports, but regardless, you know, I mean, what's 10 pounds? That's like a deck chair off the Titanic. Yeah, yeah. Right? He, I mean... When, when I saw him uh, on film, I thought, wow. Was it like unbelievable? Wow. It was huge. Yeah. He I was mean, huge. and next to him is another Mastodon, a huge guy, but sticking with Jordan right now, it's so funny because when you see Jason Kelsey, who's like a normal sized, large human being. 6'3, 295. Yeah, he looks he looks like a, a, a I don't know, a, a tight a end. short guy. Yeah. I mean, he looks like nothing compared to these two huge guys. And the other guy on the other side, uh, prior. The guy's six seven. Yeah, I mean these are some huge guys. And Lane Johnson's six six. It's ridiculous. Oh man, man. Now man. the thing you notice about them is what their athleticism is generally not very the good. Challenge Kelsey and and um, Kelsey is the best. Right. Is the most athletic guy exactly. And, and Lane, Lane Johnson. Yeah, Lane Johnson is incredible. I think he's an excellent athlete. Yeah, yeah, he's got it, but he had ankle surgery uh, in right. the off season, and he, he's not—he's not right. He's not right. He's having issues. Um, he's actually—he was going in and out, was he not, with J- Jack Driscoll, a rookie? Yeah, because uh, he had—he had, I think, out of the 70, 80 snaps of the game, he had about half of them. Yeah, he was alternating because his ankle was bothering him. So, and maybe that's why I kind of—and I heard him. he got a toe. You got a toe as well. Yeah, yeah. You got an ankle and a toe. I wonder if we're on the same foot. Yeah. Oh, that would hurt. Yeah. Because you remember the big toe? We get used to get turf toe. Right. Oh, that was so bad. They would tape it up so hard, and then they would put like a metal thing and insert in your shoe. You felt like Herman Munster. Right. And and uh, Jason Peters is on IR. He's on IR. Yeah. You know, I didn't think he played well at all right, in yeah. the film that I've seen him. Yeah. Now, here's what has got to be a kicker. He was holding out until... They signed him to a new contract. Right. They were going to gonna play him at guard. Yes. And he wanted more money <laughs> to play left tackle. How does that work? How do you like sit there and go, oh, you want me to play left tackle? 
All right, Give me more money. I need more money. I, mean, I should have held up. I should have done that. There's yeah. no way I, they moved me from left guard to left tackle. I'm like going, I remember thinking, hey, Coach Noll, that, that's not a fair fight. I don't want to be out here. <laughs> I should have held up. Can you imagine me going to Mr. Rooney? Uh, Mr. Rooney, I, I'm sorry, but I, I need more money. Right, you know? right. So I, I, I simply am not going to move out the tackle unless you pay. Oh, my goodness. How fast would he ship me out of town? Yeah, yeah. He'd have cut me like, you know. That moment. Ernie Holmes went into uh, uh, Mr. Rooney's office and said, I need more money. <laughs> During and the playoffs. And then he said, no. He said, no. Can you imagine that? Ernie was so massive. Oh, that must have been quite a sign. Yeah. Quite, a, quite a scene, I'm sorry. Yeah. Um, but the fact is, uh, you look at that left tackle, Jordan Mailata. I got to tell you, though, uh, for a first start for this dude, yeah. It wasn't bad. He, he he wasn't bad. He wasn't lost. He w- didn't flail around. You know, if he fell down, oh man! I remember when the fridge. Remember when the fridge at three seventy five fell on right. uh, Ray Penny and separated his shoulder. Yeah. Oof! When Ray cut him, oh man, he went down down hard. So you got Jordan Mailata making his what second start? Yeah. Uh, you got uh, Nate Herbig. Yes, and it's Nate too big. Yeah, or Nate him big because he is three hundred and forty pounds. Right. D- did you see how wide he is? Yeah. I mean, he's. I think he's wider than Mailata across the backside. Yeah. yeah. I mean, he is. He's only six three. Right. You know, so like Mailata is three fifty six or forty six, whatever it is. But he's six eight. This guy is six three, and he's got the almost the same weight. He's a little more compressed, right? <laughs> he's a mauler. Oh, he's a he's a mauler and a slimer. Right, right. Remember right. how we used to say those guys were slimers? He slimed. Yeah, because they wouldn't hit you so much as they would engulf you and slime you. Some of those big, huge guys. So, yeah. What do you think about uh, Nate Herbig? Uh, you know, he's uh, he 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 is big. Mauler, right? Not athletic. Not they, athletic. They, these guys are not athletic. What'd you think about watching the twists? Because the twists to you me, know, they got home. They were getting home. They were getting home. You know, part of we we're talking to Danny Quinlan, who's you know used to be he's used to be our he's our producer, but he's a big yeah. uh, used to be a big Eagles fan, and I'll say that laughingly because you know he's he got his grew up it's in a, Philadelphia. Yeah, he's it's his hometown team. So we we're, were laughing. I said, "What happened to Carson Wentz?" And he just like, "Well, part of the problem is if you've got all your receivers hurt, basically, right. and then your four fifths of your offensive line or three fifths." are uh, injured, that's going to be problematic to right. produce any sort of offense. Yeah, and, and uh, the the pocket was collapsing. Oh, man. Yeah. Huge. And and one of the things that Carson Wentz is better on the run. He is. Yeah. He is. And he, he's he, better running. Yeah. I mean, here's the thing about it. He's not elusive, yeah. but he's fast enough. He, does he not remind you of a young Ben Roethlisberger? Right, right, right. Yeah, he, you know, one of the things that I, I saw him is he he can extend plays, and uh, he does a great job of that, and the, they run a lot of boots. Yes. And uh, when when they run the boots, uh, he he's looking for Zach Ertz, uh, and he's looking for Richard Rodgers, the tight ends. And uh, some of the time, you know, I don't know what happened to his accuracy or if it's the fact that you've got receivers you just have not played much yeah. with and you haven't hooked up much with. Um, but it has really made him look – I mean, he's got the lowest passing rating in the uh, NFL. Right. 
You know, he's he's really struggling. And yeah. I, I, I but he know. wasn't struggling uh, the year that they went to the Super Bowl. Uh, he got hurt late. Uh, right. And then uh, uh, Nick Foles came in and won the championship. By the way, did you watch the game last night? Right. Nick Foles out Brady Brady. Yeah. Wow. That's. Um, but, you know, the, the, the difference in the game was Khalil Mack. Mack. Khalil Mack, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he can still bring it. Yeah, he and he's been nursing it. an injury, a knee injury, right? But he can still bring it. He's a tough guy. Um, I thought it was. I, I'm wondering because here's we always used to talk about: is it Belichick or Brady, or the yeah. combination of the two? Yeah, and it, I just wonder. Belichick, Brady, Brady. <laughs> you think it? You think it's Brady? Yeah, I don't know because Belichick is still winning. Brady's not so much. It's it's well, gonna. Brady's you can't, getting it's, old. It's yeah. too small a yeah, sample. Brady's yeah. getting old. Yeah, of course he 43. is. Forty three. No, that's not old. That's old. <laughs> Says Mister Sixty Three. Yeah. And Mister Sixty Two sitting here about to become sixty three at some point in time here in the fall or the yeah. spring actually. Yeah. So I, I look at this and um, uh, Jordan Malata is one guy I think. You've got you got Bud Dupree. I think Bud can really dip and rip this guy, right? Right. Because I don't think he bends well at Where? the at the knees. He doesn't. He's bend a well. waist bender. Yeah. I think one of the things that Ben uh, Bud can do, if you watch, remember TJ. TJ threw that nice uh, dip and rip, and he gave his back to Elijah Wilkinson. Yeah, and if, you know the Broncos tackle, and he couldn't. There was nothing to punch. Yeah, and I think if Bud can mimic that, I think he's got a real opportunity to catch the edge on that guy. Right, and you know Lane Johnson is uh, he's his ankles not healed. The thing you look at him, what 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 stood out about him he's to you? He's lazy. Yeah, yeah, he, but I think he's lazy because, because of, of the, the ankle. ankle. Yeah, you know, I really didn't put that together until you said that. I was kind of sitting there because I remember I, I walked in, I walked in, and I said, "Chaluch, what's up with Lane Johnson? Because he looks so lazy." Yeah, but I can understand if your ankle now it's a surgically repaired ankle. Yeah, right, and you have trouble with it. You're going to be tending not to run so much. Oh, man. We're going to continue the uh, scouting report. We got to go up. Uh, he's it's time Wolf. for a break. Yeah, he's stay Wolf. tuned. I'm Touch. You're in the locker room, and we'll be back with your calls. On game day, you know, I, I think for for him and and, and the guys that that uh, you know played in the in, in the state, you know, and, and sort of a homecoming of sorts, uh, I think they they get a little energy, a little extra juice and motivation. But Miles is a he's 
solid. I don't think he'll get any more amped up than, than what he already has been uh, these first couple of weeks. You're in the locker room with Tunch and Wolf. Presented by Neighborhood Ford Store. The Ford F-150 is the official truck of the Pittsburgh Steelers. Now, here's Tunch and Wolf. That was Doug Peterson talking about Miles Sanders, and he is from Woodland Hills, a Pittsburgh guy, uh, you know, and I, 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 I love him. I did his game in yeah, high school, the high school game. game of the week. Yeah, yeah, me and Rob King. Yeah. You know, and it was... Uh, you know, you you could you can see some of these kids. They they come out. You got big yeah. league talent, and Aaron Donald was, of course, right. the guy that I remember most of all. Right. You know, he played. Was a it, Was he dominant in oh, high school? He was so dominant. Right. They at one point they literally triple teamed Aaron Donald, and yeah. he still got in on the play. Yeah. I've never seen that before. And he also took a fumble and he rambled. It was up at CMU they played the game. And he went up the sidelines and he I and the only time I've ever said this in my entire ten years or so of doing the high school game a week, I turned to Kinger and I said, You know what? We may see this young man playing on Sunday someday. Right. That's the only time I've ever been, you know, pressing about that, anything like that, that. You know, you are a scout. <laughs> and three plays or less, I yeah, tell you. Yeah, yeah, I know a pro bowler yeah, when yeah. I see one. So he's got uh, 226, 236 yards uh, rushing, uh, one TD, 4.6 average. He's got nine receptions. Uh, for seventy-eight yards, and he's and I I love the way he runs. He, he runs straight ahead. Uh, he breaks a lot of tackles. And he's he, got a nice cutback feel. Right now, some of this stuff with the Philly Eagles, they get all that mass rolling. You know, you know how they, they you got the shotgun snap right. and and you know you get everything going one way, and then you kind of go back the other way, or you have the tight end come back and wham the end man on the line. And Miles Sanders just got a nice feel for that thing. Yeah, and you know? uh, Doug Peterson is old school. Yeah, you know he runs uh, ninety three. Uh, I I saw uh, yeah the Lance tackle. Johnson run ninety three. No, but he he didn't. You he didn't. used to run that a whole lot harder and yeah, faster. Yeah. The one time he dropped the shoulder barely, and again I got to give him you know some slack because of the ankle and so forth. But you know he come back and try, trying to put a a hit on somebody. He didn't really. Yeah. Hit anybody? Yeah, yeah. He did. He, he, he it just, just kind of like he just yielded it off. And then they run four, uh, 14G. 14G, yes. Yeah. Yes, and they did. Toss 16U. Toss 16U. So they ran they a lot run of, that influence, too. Right, right, right. Yeah. And they ran a lot of, you know, they, they pulled their guards uh, as an influence. And then uh, Miles Sanders went to the, the other way. You know who makes that go? Right. Uh, is Jason Kelsey. Right. When he comes out, he'll chip on one of those guys down right. on the, their hand in the grass, right? Yeah. But he'll come off and he'll get that middle linebacker or whoever, the mic. He'll suck that guy in with his movement and just shield the guy. Yeah. He does a great job yeah. of kind of sliding into the second level and, and, and position blocking a guy. Are you, you know, Jason Kelsey. Kelsey is very athletic. He is. And he's very quick. He's very and, and little he, compared and, to the rest. And, of and he seals off guys. He does. Yeah. He gets across their face. And what, what really I appreciate about him, he's, he's got to snap that snap shotgun and then beat a three technique or an inside eye technique yeah. across his face and hook him. Yeah. And I, I think that, I, I thought it was remarkable. Yeah, what did you think of Matt Pryor? Matt Pryor's very big. Yeah. <laughs> 
They're all big. <laughs> they're huge. He's they're six right seven. There. They're all 335 they're pounds. They're all big. Chillage. We we couldn't have played ball boy next to these guys. Yeah. You know what I mean? You look at these guys, and they are massive. Right. Uh, but they are also not real quick of the foot. Right. I believe our defensive front can really get after right. these guys. Yeah. As we've talked about, uh, Philly's given up 14 sacks. Now, eight of them came against Washington. Yeah. Okay? So since then, they've had, what, three games, six sacks total. Yeah. So it's calmed down a little bit. Yeah. But the fact of the matter is they can still be had. They get spun like turnstiles on those twists. They give give up 17 sacks. 17 sacks total, yes. Uh, uh, You know, and Jordan Mailata... Uh, my he, math is always bad. Was it three? You know, three games since then, or yeah, something but, like that. You know, he, a little less. Yeah, I thought I was surprised when he got bold. Oh my! How does that happen? Right. Nate Herbig. Yeah, I'm telling you what. Um, Cam Hayward. Yeah, Cam Hayward. If he gets that, he sinks that one arm lockout and goes bulldozer on it. That yeah. four by four tractor. You know the keister that he's got. Uh, I think he he kills him. Right. I think he can absolutely. Yeah. Matter of fact, I would fear for Carson Wentz if he stays in the pocket because you remember what he did with Austin, with uh, was it Austin Nelson or whatever the guy's name? The, right. The Quint- big, Quentin Quint- Nelson. Yeah, Quentin Nelson. Him too. That was his brother. Yeah. Uh, but but Quentin Nelson, uh, the big Austin guard. Nelson. Austin Nelson. <laughs> I don't know where I come up with these names right. sometimes, but the fact is, he gets that bull rush going and he dislodges guys, you know, and and. He moved. He moved Quentin Nelson so fast backwards. It took out Jacoby Brissett. Yeah, remember, right? He right. made he made Quentin Nelson's keister a, a, a lethal weapon. Right, right. All right, let's go to the phones. Uh, nope, we can't. No, we can't uh, because he's on. He's talking on a phone. So we're gonna stick with. So we're we're gonna go with the uh, tight ends. Uh, Zach Ertz. He's really great. good. Yes, yeah. he is. I was impressed with him. Um, he's pretty much a tough guy. Uh, we're talking about 19 catches. Physical. Right. Great routes. Right. He runs a crossing route. Yeah. Uh, he'll use that. You know that play where they, they go, they fake uh, like an 18 straight uh, to the back, and then they hit the tight end in the, yeah. in the flat, that sort yeah. of thing. They'll do a lot of that. Yeah. And, he's, and he uh, lowers his shoulder. He does. I have respect for Zach Ertz. I think Great he's routes, a very fine player. Big and physical, fast. And, uh, uh, you know, um, Mike Tomlin said he's too big for DBs and he's too fast for linebackers. Exactly. Yeah. That's a great point. Yeah. And that's exactly what he is. I wonder who they're going to match up yeah. with him. Yeah. It, it will be interesting. Yeah. Um, I think – as much as possible, too, that whenever you can get a jam on him on the line of scrimmage, that would right. be beneficial. Yeah. He's, um, he's, he, he's, I think he's an excellent tight end. All right, let's go to the phone. CR in Chicago. CR, welcome to the locker room. Hey, good morning, you two old folks. CR, I feel the next in Chicago. Hope you guys are doing well this morning, man. We're doing well. We're doing great. We are. Yeah, it's, it's a lot of things going on. But, uh, hey, just want to get a shout-out to uh, Inside the Locker Room, Baker's Dirty Dozen Plus. <laughs> <laughs> it's ever-expanding, CR, ever-expanding. Yeah, I know. Especially with Ernesto from Long Beach yesterday, I think I was really interested in what he had to say, and also Paul San Antonio, Texas. I think he, he brought some good stuff to the table. 
Well, it was nice. Um, Tunch could actually say San Antonio without looking at Santonio Holmes and calling him San Antonio. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Hey man, and and the other day you guys asked a question after I got off the off the um off the off the phone. You was asking what what do I watch the game at? Well, um, here when we were able to get together before the um, pandemic, uh, we always go to Durkin's Tavern, which is eight ten West Diversity Road there at. Uh, at Halstead in the Lakeview East section. Do you know where that's at? Oh, yeah, uh, I, I, I know where Halstead is. Yeah, Halstead and Diversity. There's, uh, like I said, Durkins. It's, uh, oh, man, like I said, uh, when, when, when things are well, I mean, it might be 250, 300 people in there, man. We'll be elbow, wow. elbow, shoulder to shoulder. Nope. I, and, uh, I heard that Durkins uh, uh, has seat licenses. Has what? Has seat licenses. You can buy a seat. <laughs> oh well, uh, I don't know about buying a seat. I'm, I'm I'm part of the crew, so you know I'm 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 the old school. I don't worry my way in. I've been going there now for about five years, I guess, man. Beautiful. It's, it's you got seat, grandfathered and, in. Well, it's a guy in there called a Godfather, and he lives way up here in in, in Wadsworth, and he goes all the way down there every weekend. So he's like the the senior citizen, and everybody kind of like bows down to the Godfather, you know, being sarcastic. And uh, oh, one other thing too. Uh, uh, touch, you was talking about the pizza at the barn and 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 Lake Bluff. Yeah, yeah, I've, I've been there, man. I've been there like a couple of different times to get some of that great pizza they got in there. I'll tell you another great silo, place. silo. I was talking silo, about the silo. Yeah, silo and, and Lake Bluff. Have you ever been to the Golden Fleece? Wasn't that where they you took me that one yeah, time? We golden, had gyros and yeah, eggs. Golden Fleece. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where was that? That, that was on Broadway. Where's that located it. Yeah. Where's that located at? Broadway. Broadway. Man. Oh, in the city. Oh, yeah. yeah. Man, was it great. Woo-hoo. I, had I haven't been there. So, hey, guys, uh, I was just listening to uh, to Jacob, and he was saying that some more stuff is coming down uh, with another team. I, I didn't get that. Yeah. What's he got for me? Yeah. Uh, Adam Schefter's reporting that a Jets player was, uh, t- he tested positive, and they sent everybody home. home. And uh, supposedly the Cardinals are going to play there. Now what's going to happen? We don't know. That just happened. Yeah, well, why would they send everybody home? Because one guy got tested positive. But what? Because they don't know who else tested. Yeah, I mean, this this is about to break wide open again. You know, I mean, I I don't know. This is is getting to be uh, problematic. Right. You know? Yeah, And, and the thing that worries me, is that I really think the Steelers are as uh, poised as um, the 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 terrible tower guy would say. Uh, I think the Steelers are poised this year to uh, to take that trophy, man. I just got that feeling because every the team is playing well. They're being underrated by everybody else, and uh, I just hope that you know we can work something out, man. Um, what do you think about that? I hope so. I hope so. I here's what I'm afraid of, and I think it yeah. might it might be coming. Um, there's there's going to be a two week break coming up or yeah. something. I and again, this is just me thinking out loud. At some point okay. across the NFL, a two week break to try to calm all the COVID right, down. Right, right, right. You know what I mean? Because rather that would, than piecemeal the that, whole thing, that would be good. Well, I'm just thinking rather than piecemeal the whole thing, everybody going to quarantine for two weeks, then come back and see if we get. I, you know, I don't know. That's a possibility in my gourd. That yeah. only. All right. Nobody, nobody yeah, said anything yeah, about the, it. The, you know, if they halt 
for two weeks and get everybody healthy, right. they can start all over. Exactly. Yeah. They kind of refire so up the machine. Got, everybody's got to follow the rules. Like somebody was saying yesterday, back in the day, uh, you know, send the coaches out of the out of the locker room and then let let the old heads in there <laughs> handle the deal. And as far as as far as um, uh, uh, suspensions, excuse me, as far as uh, uh, giving up the game, uh, I think the people who go out intentionally and do something wrong to bring the virus into the locker room, right. I think those people should be cut. Did well, I they're not intentionally going that? out to bring the virus into the locker room, but they're what they're doing is intentionally putting at risk their teammates yeah. and their yeah. season, and that's right. the difference. If, if you do that intentionally, then you should be cut. I mean, no, Oh, I got no cut. problem with that, but I'm that. talking about like, like the Titans. When you go around and you – congregate at a field when you are told distinctly now yeah. there's two reports one report comes out and says uh, the guys were told not to congregate yeah, one says they didn't they didn't hear that yeah. now to me i'm like going I, I tend to believe the former because i read a report here yeah don't be that guy yeah. <laughs> I mean, you know. I mean, it's just common sense, man. I mean, it is. Because this thing is bigger than all of us. It and, is. Uh, just like me, I've been quarantined, self-quarantined since March for the most part. I mean, I go out once in a while, but hey, I stay uh, right here. I you hear know, you. You know and what? The big, deal, the big deal about about the Steelers this weekend, they are now the focal uh, game on the TV here in this area, on CBS. They, they're the main game uh, this weekend. All right. Yeah. Well, thanks, CR. I think it's going to be a big one. We got to go, buddy. Thanks. Okay. All right. In the meantime, and between COVID 19 time, oh, no. here we go, Steelers. Here we go. Thank you, All Steelers right. Nation, uh, Chicago. Thank you, CR. CR. We're going to take a break and we'll be back uh, after this. They've had to shuffle their lines um, and make proper adjustments. That's the name of the game, um, you know. But for us, we think, you know, um, you gotta we gotta replace somebody that's blood in the water, um, and we, we try to feast on that. But you know, they're gonna they're gonna play accordingly. You know, they're gonna get the ball out quick. Um, they're gonna run the ball. Uh, they're gonna do a lot of screens. Um, but, but when we get our chances, we gotta hit home. Um, we gotta make them one dimensional. I mean, if we do that, we can have a uh, You're in the locker room with Tunch and Wolf. Presented by Neighborhood Ford Store. The Ford F-150 is the official truck of the Pittsburgh Steelers. Now, here's Tunch and Wolf. So, they they run a lot of draws. Right. They run a lot of boot plays. They run zone, uh, you know... Read option. Read option. And uh, they, you know, tackle... What bothers you the most? Tight end delay. On okay. the boot. All right. To tight end delay on the boot. I can see that. Um, the one that got me 
there was a number of times when they run that outside zone. Right. And those big, huge mammoth offensive linemen right. coming down from the backside. Yeah. Number one, they they once they get locked onto a guy and push, it's very hard to maintain your gap discipline. Right. Okay. When you have whales pushing you one way, sideways, I mean, it's very difficult to fight back against the current. Um, looking at the way Miles Sanders runs it, sometimes the cutback wasn't there as much as the whole line got right. washed down. Yeah. You know what I mean? And the other thing is, when you got 6'8", when you got 340, 350, you got 6'7", yeah. it's very hard to see where the ball is. And one of the things, uh, uh, they don't change direction well. You talking about the offense? Yeah. yeah. No. Okay. They get going one direction, Chaluch. They are going. I mean, if you wanted a, a car pushing society, this would be it. These guys, they get on a track and they'll roll and they'll get everything going one way. But you know how it is. You get all that mass going one way, it ain't going another way. You know, and that's where Miles Sanders, I think. Uh, really shines, but as I said, sometimes it's not really a cutback as much as they wash the whole line right, down. Right, right, right. So, right. yeah. But I see what you're talking about with Zach Ertz. That yeah. he, he is unnerving. Yeah, he is. Uh, he's a hard matchup he, problem. Yeah, he's a hard matchup problem. He he, he runs hard. Uh, he a lot of yards after the catch, and uh, Deshaun Jackson could be back. Yeah. Now he's a ten-year guy. You know, it's not like he was lighting it up uh, before. He he's got some sort of foot or something here. Alshon Jeffries doesn't have a. He hasn't catch. played yet. Yeah, he hasn't played yet. Now he's oh Deshaun though. He's got a hammy. That's what's yeah. going on. Alshon. Yeah. No. 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 I think it wasn't it Deshaun. Deshaun Alshon. Good heavens. Yeah. All right. But the pa- fact of the matter is, let's see. Jeffrey has got a foot. Okay, that's what's yeah. going on. Jackson, he's got the hammy. Yeah. Now he's practiced a little bit, but he's been limited. Uh, Jeffrey hasn't played at all this year, and he missed Thursday. Right. Practiced yesterday with yeah. an illness. So I hope it's not the COVID. Yeah. <laughs> oh, don't say it. Don't say the word. Uh, all right, let's go to the phones. Juan in Charleston, South Carolina. Juan, welcome to the locker room, bro. Hey, good morning, guys. How y'all doing? Good. How you doing, Juan? Hey, doing great. First, I want to give a shout out to my guy, the Baker's Dozen crew. Yes. Hey, I see every day we growing and growing, guys. We're going to have to tend the name. I'm telling you what, it's just becoming a group call. <laughs> <laughs> I know, I know. And also, Tanch, hey, um, I just want to say you're on my prayers. I was reading an article about you now, so you had ALS, so you're on my prayers, my brother. Well, thank you. Thank you, Juan. Thanks for praying for me. Thanks for your friendship. I love you, bro. Yeah, absolutely. I love you, too. Love you. That's like it just hit home when I read that, man. So I love you, too, my brother, during the prayer. Absolutely. Well, this is, this is what faith looks like when you got to walk it out yeah, real time. Yeah. You know? Uh, and, I, and uh, you know, uh, I, 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 I am uh, claiming Jeho- Jehovah Rapha, Rapha. Yes. the Lord, my healer. And uh, the and Jesus was was with me all the time, you know. As uh, uh, Asaph said in the seventy third Psalm, uh, "Yet I am always with you. You hold me by my right hand. Uh, you guide me with your counsel, and then you will take me up to glory." Amen. Amen. You know, it's one thing to You're talk right. about You're it; right. it's another thing when the rubber meets the road. Yeah, my that friend. that that's uh, uh, that's the uh, Wolf Psalm seventy three yeah. Psalm. <laughs> 
<laughs> That's right. That's right. It's too funny. <laughs> All right. What else? What you got for us today, brother? Okay. Uh, all right. So I'm a. I'm gonna go ahead and give me. I'm gonna give a projection. Remember last when we had our last game, I said no turnovers. I'm going with this projection. We're gonna hit the thirty point mark. What you guys think about that? Ooh, I like wow. that. You know, I think you're hot. Okay, you're in the you're in some of the the soothsaying business there. Okay, you you came up big two weeks ago. You said they're gonna break that streak of what twenty five or twenty six games right. in a row with a turnover. So they did it. I, I'll, I'll ride with you on that thirty yeah. points. I like the, it. I I I think thirty points. Um, the linebackers are not as good as their defensive line. Uh, their defensive line, uh, it's the wide nine, uh, Jim Schwartz. Uh, they Schwartz. play they play the run on the way to the quarterback. Yeah, I agree. And also, what you, what you guys think about Jay Wobble? Uh, he said uh, he can't <laughs> wait to try to get to Ben. What you guys think about that? He's <laughs> only got one tackle. Yeah. He's on, and I think it was and an a assist, half a sack. Half a sack, yeah. yeah. Hey, you know what? He he's still a space eater, and he's dangerous. He's got a quick first step. We all remember that. We love the guy, but you know what? He's now one of those faceless, nameless people on the other yeah. side of the line of scrimmage. And this is this is always tough. Tunch and I, we could tell you about times former teammates or friends from high school played high school buddies of mine in the pros and you just have to look at them blank because it's just one of those situations that uh, you know you're pros and you you play and perform yes i agree with you guys and also you guys were um, actually you were talking to see about where we go watch the game right here in um, charleston we do have a steeler ball called steel city but this weekend, I'm not going there. I'm going to an Eagles bar. We have an Eagles bar here, so I'm going there. And <laughs> I can wear my terrible towel when we get to W. <laughs> well, be careful. Have somebody to watch your back, buddy. Oh, yeah. It's going to be, it's gonna be a great, a great, a great bet I was going there. So, yeah, yeah, I'll be all right. <laughs> Good. All right. All right, Juan. Well, thanks sure. for the call. Thank you, brother, and thank you for right, the prayers. You, we totally you appreciate you. Love thank you for time. the prayers. No problem. Love you, dude. Bye. You know what's you know it's cool. Now you got people going places and congregating. I I'm excited. I got to tell you to see the terrible towels fly in Heinz Field yeah. this Sunday. It's going to be good, Chalouche. Right. All right. Uh, let's go to Robbie in North Carolina. Uh, Robbie, welcome to the locker room. Oh, by the way, just just so so we get that get that down. We're actually. I'm from where, where well, we live where Carson Wentz is from, so we knew him, watched him in high school. Oh, really? Rooted for him at the Bison, yeah. So, yeah, we know his parents, and, and uh, he's just a great kid. I, you know, I've, I've always hated Philadelphia Eagle football. Just despise <laughs> it. I thought it was the worst football in the world to watch. Well, ever since Carson went there, it's like, well, naturally you root for him. You know, I mean, or I root for Carson, not necessarily the Eagles, you know. And it's, a guy gets so torn because I'm actually kind of afraid for the man this weekend. I mean, our pass rush is, it's as scary as I've seen in a long time. Yeah. And it's persistent. You know, I mean, it, it really, I don't know. I, I It's like it, you're torn. It's like I want us to just dominate, but I want, the, I want him to at least play good. <laughs> you know, so it's, like a, it's a tough game for me, you know. Just, oh, man. I got gotcha, you, you know. Oh, Robbie, you're in North Dakota. Yes, North Dakota. Yeah. Oh, oh wow, we we were like so way off. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's all right. No, we 
So, no, it's my first time calling in this year, and so good to hear your guys' voices. I mean, it was just a long off season, and it's just been. What's I'm so glad football's back. What's the weather like out in North Dakota now? Oh, it's cooling off. It's turning to fall. You know, we've had wind for about three weeks now, and uh, it, everything's nice and pretty colored. But uh, we got some cold weather coming. Oh my! It's kind of par for the course. We're just used to it. <laughs> so things are never normal around here. You are tough people out there. That's for sure. No doubt about it. All right, what you got for us, brother? Well, I just think our start to the season's been great. I think our I think Ben looks on track, and uh, I'm ready for. Uh, so we're we're I'm ready for us to to get back in the swing of things here, and and I don't really want to talk any COVID talk because I think we all know yeah. where everybody stands on that. Everybody's got their own opinion, um, but uh, but I just I, I hope this wasn't a blimp in our in our season, you know, early week off. But I don't like like you said earlier. I don't think this is going to be the last of it. I got a feeling. You know, I had heard that the NFL reserved the Super Bowl stadium for right. about three months. Yeah. You know, and I, I think we just we're just going to have to deal with this kind of situation, you know, throughout the season. But uh, and, and I want to talk about our defense a little bit. People are getting down on you know Devin Bush, Mika Fitzpatrick. It's like when the, their names aren't being called that much. But I think that's a good thing. You know, right. obviously we'd like to see some interception stuff like that, but. But the other thing you don't hear is them getting burned, them giving up this, giving up that, you know. And and Devin Bush has had a tall task those first three games on some of these, you know, some of these tight ends and some of these coverages. And I think he's handled it fairly well. I mean, it's not an easy thing covering these tight ends yeah. in the league right now. Yeah. And I think he's doing – I mean, yes, there's been – some people have caught passes, but I think he's done an exceptional job on coverage this year. I kind of wanted your guys' opinion on, on what you thought about how – Yeah, he's been playing really well. He's been playing well. He's reacting well. Uh, He's uh, attacking well, and he's sideline to sideline. And uh, I'm I'm sure he's going to guard uh, Zach Ertz, and uh, he's going to come out on top. You know, I love Devin Bush. The guy is, is, believe you me, he's being productive. He's being productive in the areas that he needs to be. He's going to continue to grow. Let's not forget, this is just the second year that he's playing, and he's got the green dot on his helmet already. He's already advanced beyond what Ryan Shazier has accomplished at the same sort of uh, time frame, and that's not to disparage Ryan. I think the world of Ryan's career is short-lived as it was, unfortunately, for him. But he was a great, great player. And Devin Bush is really, he's got more snaps and everything else going on this early in his career. So let's give him time. And Minka, by one metric, according to Bob Labriola, they've only thrown in his area one time. One time in three games. Right. All right. So these he's doing They're what's staying asked away of him. from. They're staying. Yeah. I think they looked at last year's highlight film, you know, and they see Minka, you know, the the Minka mania, yeah. and you got uh, Devin Bush doing some of the stuff he did. So I, I look at these guys and Dad Gummit. I think they're doing just fine. Let that defense continue to grow. And in the great words of Mike Tomlin, as he talked about it uh, before with the tight ends, keep watching, keep watching. Yeah. Well, great, gentlemen. It was great, great to be on your show again. God bless you too. Say a prayer for Carson. Not to play great, just to stay healthy. Because I tell you what, our <laughs> defense; those are some scary boys. And, and I tell you what, you know, Bud and TJ have been dominating in the backfield. But 
one thing last year, um, you guys turned me on to watching Cam Hayward. Yeah. And the, he is a dangerous, strong yes. Yes. human being. <laughs> the way he pushes people backwards is it, I've caught myself when we're on defense, I won't even watch the play. I'm watching Cam. I don't know if he gets enough credit for what he's capable of doing. I mean, that, He's, he's something else. He well, really we, give him, we give him uh, uh, credit. Absolutely. Hey, here's what we'll do, all right? Maybe maybe we do the Father Carmine prayer for uh, Rocky, with Rocky and before he went to fight Apollo Creed, right? And he called up yep. that, Father, yo, Father Carmine, yo, yeah. could you, like, throw a, a throw a blessing down here, you know, just so I don't get hit too hard. That's what we'll do. All right. All right, Robbie, take care. God bless we you. We got a roll, brother. All right, uh, we're going to take a break, and we got Bruce Kratkowski. Bruce, the big G. Yeah. Our legend and our going to be from, our weekly contributor from, from Sirius XM. Some, from Dormont. From Dormont and yeah. a former Steelers quarterback. Yeah, yeah, and, and his uncle played football with me at Indiana State. All right, well, we're going to take a break, and we'll be back right after this. Tunchin' Wolf, presented by Neighborhood Ford Store. The Ford F-150 is the official truck of the Pittsburgh Steelers. Now, here's Tunchin' Wolf. Well, we're about to hit it with our legend and our weekly contributor, and you can subscribe to Sirius XM's Best Package. All access and get your first six months for 50 bucks. Fees and taxes apply. See offer details at SiriusXM.com slash scouting. And Who we, is it, Chalooch? And we got Bruce Gradkowski. Oh, the big G. Former Tampa Bay Buccaneer, former St. Louis Ram, former Cleveland Brown, former Oakland Raider, former Cincinnati Bengal, and former Steeler. That's right. And he's from Dormont, uh, and I played with his <laughs> uncle uh, at Indiana State right next to me. Mar- Mark Gretkowski, uh played left guard, and I played center. And, well, welcome to the locker room, Brucey. Man, it's good to be back with you guys. I got, I got to say, you know, I, I was waiting for more teams to keep being rattled off uh, as you were reading my list. But, uh I, I'm I'm glad you stopped with the Steelers. And first, I want to say, Tata, I saw the news of the of ALS, and I'm praying for you, brother. And Thank you. You know the thing that's the initial thought though when I saw it. Honestly, I'm like, you know what? Because Punch is a warrior. Yeah. I mean, he's a man of faith, and he's a beast, and he'll fight this thing, and he'll be a great inspiration for so many people. So, like when I saw it, it wasn't a sense of like getting sad. It was a sense of motivation of like. Heck yeah, I'm in this with Tonch. I know he could do this, you know, because 
of just everything you stand for. So I'm with you, brother, praying for you. Thank you. I, I love you, Bruce. Thank you for your prayers, and thank you for standing with me. Awesome. Absolutely, brother. I love uh, you, I, uh, So uh, let's, get to, let's get to the... Uh, let's get to the nitpicking yeah, here. Uh, what are you what, thinking what, about what, all that's uh, going on, Bruce? Yeah, what do you think it's uh, all that's going on? It's it's insane, man, right? All this COVID stuff. I mean, and we all have to be light on our feet during this season with COVID. And, yeah. and schedules are going to change and all that. But I just think with the Titans not following protocol, now that that's when it goes to a different level, right? That's when I think the punishment should be more severe and the Steelers, the Bills, they shouldn't have to pay the price of rescheduling their schedule and missing a buy and all that stuff. But I mean, it is what it is at this point. Um, and the thing that stinks the most for it, I think, is just the Steelers were on a little roll. Yeah. Ben's getting back in action. You're finally getting the flow of games. And the last thing you want is another week off. Um, so I, I just don't think it came at the right time, guys. This is what I was wondering about, Bruce. One of the things I wanted to ask you was, what would the, the, what does this mean for a guy who – Basically had six quarters last year. Yeah. Doesn't have any off season. He rehabs and and let's face it, Ben's a Hall of Famer. I gotcha. Uh, but you still got to get back on the horse and ride. And you just get right. your mojo rolling. Then suddenly you go into operation shutdown. That's got to be discouraging. But it's also got to be something that you consider and you go, gee, I wonder if I took a step backwards. You know yeah. what I mean? Does it play in your mind at yeah. all? Oh, absolutely. I mean, I think, you know, because Ben's the ultimate competitor. You know, I've been around him in training camp, and we're playing darts and stuff like that, and I'm thinking, this guy just wins at everything. You know, so he's the (laughs) ultimate competitor in that sense. And, you know, when I watched him the first few weeks, you know, I saw him do some great things. I'm like, man, it just the ball's coming out of his hands. Nice. It looks good. He looks like he's back. Now now you're – then I started looking at – the football things. You know, there's some missed throws that I see him making that that's not, not normally him. Like, Ben's the type of guy that hits a receiver no matter what, even if the route wasn't perfect. Right. I, on the other hand, needed guys in the right spot at the right time, and I needed it to time up. And, you know, if a guy did a little bit too much on his route, it would throw my timing off. Ben's never been like that. So when I see him missing some passes in the last few weeks, I just know it's kind of him getting back used to the speed of the game, the action, the, you know, the, the rush around him, you know, and he's dealing with receivers that he's never played with. So it's all of that. So I think that's why you see a lot of disappointment in him of, you know, missing the Titans game and it just getting re- postponed because you're in a role. You feel like you're finally get back in the groove and then you got to sit out another week. So is that, uh, that game that uh, was a bye – do you think it's gonna uh, freeze him uh, for his development? Yeah, I mean, I think you know it might slow him up a little bit, but I think it just depends how much work he's been getting done. You know, I'm sure Tomlin is taking care of the guys like he always does, and especially not knowing you know what what the rest of the season will hold. But I, I think this is giving Ben. I don't know. It might slow it up a tad, but I think he'll be just fine. I I, I was always fearful of like how slow the Steelers will start the season because they've been a team that I feel like it takes them a a few weeks to get going Mm -hmm. so I hope they don't have to restart right now I think the one thing I'll tell you that I'm more positive in 
is I don't think this defense has to restart. I mean, these guys, <laughs> right. it's phenomenal watching them play. Only giving up five explosive runs in the last few weeks. They're number two in our PFF data. Uh, and then, you know, the most pressures generated over four weeks with 97. So they get after the quarterback. So I'm just, I'm just excited to watch this defense back in action. One of the things I wanted to ask you, too, about, Bruce, is what's going on with Carson Wentz? Right. And is it merely – Wide receivers being injured, not being able to time it up, or is there something in the offensive line, obviously, but is there something more afoot with him? What do you think? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I think with Wentz, it's just that was one of the stories that I've been really surprised at starting the season, like the way he started off, and he is just missing too many open guys. I mean, for, you know, the, the first game against Washington, he had big throws there to be made, and he's just not connecting on it. Right. And, you know, so I see that happening. You guys know how it is. I mean, when you have a franchise quarterback, you're like, ah, oh, don't take that hit. You know, throw the ball away. I'll be cautious. You know, you guys have seen Ben's career, right? Where you're right. kind of, you know, holding on to your popcorn like, oh, man, don't take that hit. <laughs> how much butter? That- how much butter, huh? <laughs> <laughs> for, for you, a lot. But I'll tell you what, like, so Carson Wentz, though, he needs to play that way. He's a guy that's a gritty competitor. He's a guy that, you know, the last few weeks, I know they didn't win against the Bengals, but they tied him. And then they had the key win last week. He's back to, like, diving for touchdowns, diving right. for first downs. I think that's just how he has to play, and they have to accept that because it makes him feel a part of the game, um, and I saw him playing better in that sense. I, I, I'm a fan of Wentz. I think there's still a lot there, but I think the Steelers will be able to, have to be able to get some pressure on him. He is a tough guy. You know, he runs well and throws well on the run. Uh, he had a big throw last week uh, uh, on the run, and uh, you know what? I, I, I love the – uh, the boots that they run, and Zach Ertz is, uh, you know, uh, gets out in the flat, gets out in the flat, the ends, yeah. and then gets in the uh, crossing shallow crosses, and right. uh, you know, I I, I think uh, uh, he's better on play action pass. You're right about that. I mean, that, and that's what went to you know, like some quarterbacks enjoy RPOs, some quarterbacks have to get the read pre-snap. Some can navigate it post-snap. You know, I think Wentz is the type of guy, get a more play-action pass, let him drop back deep in the pocket, and then just have easy progressions. Hey, read this one, two, three, and then scramble and make a play. I mean, that's that's the type of guy he is in, in the place he can make. Uh, so it'll be interesting to see. But you made a good point with, with Ertz. I mean, I don't know why – he doesn't just target him more. You know, when there's man-to-man matchups, Ertz is the number one tight end of separating really? in, in, one-on-one, in one-on-one uh, contested areas. And I, and I think, so when I see these receivers for the Eagles not getting separation, I'm like, man, just rely on, on Ertz. He does a really good job separating. He's one of our top tight ends in that area. So uh, that's kind of what I think of as far as Wenton, um Earth are concerned. Give me your feedback on Miles Sanders. One of the things uh, that I love about this kid is his nice ability to cut back. But also, you look at this offensive line, and Tunch and I were talking about this. They're you big. Know, th- this is this is like elephants on parade. Yeah. You know, I mean, when they run that outside <laughs> zone, it's not so much a cutback as they wash everybody down yeah, on they, the front end of the defense. 
and 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 Miles Sanders just runs almost straight yeah, because it's, it, it's it, he doesn't have to cut back. And much. they have their uh, their trunk on the next guy. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I, I mean these these dudes. You talk about having a big offense line. You're right. So I think he does a good job. You know, for what he's given there, and um, the offensive line does a good job. I mean, I even think you know you, you guys sparked my. Uh, Mind you, see, I like I like working with you guys. You make me think of different things. But um, the defensive line for the Eagles, I mean, they generate wow. just as much pre- just as much pressure as is uh, is our uh, yeah. the Steelers defensive line. You know, and, and not jumping from Miles Sanders to that, but it just made me think of the big offensive line that the Eagles have, but also defensively how they're able to get after the quarterback as well. That, that might be a, a, a test. Steelers offense this week. You know, uh, uh, Brucey, uh, Jim Schwartz is the defensive coordinator, and they play that wide nine. And uh, you know, they they go for penetration, and so they play the run on the way to the quarterback. Yeah. Yeah, and, that, and that's, I mean, that's how I like it. I mean, why not, especially this week against Big Ben, you're going to want to get after the passer. I mean, I'm not going to be too concerned in the sense of uh, stopping the run as I am. Look, don't let Ben get off. Don't let him get in a rhythm. Let's let's make him feel uncomfortable. And that's what the Eagles do. I mean, the Steelers are number one as far as total generated pressures in four weeks with 97. The Rams are two with 95. And then the Eagles are three with 91. So they really do do a good job. I think Schwartz is a good defensive coordinator. Um, you know, so so we'll see what the Steelers have up their sleeve, but they got to protect the big guy in that pocket. You know, one of the exciting things, and we're down to about a minute, Bruce, but I look at that defensive line of, of the Eagles like you were talking about and our defensive line, and this could be a battle of, hey, who's lighting the torch and who's getting after it? I mean, yeah. this could be right. one of those slugfests. Pretty exciting. I don't know. How do you see this game finishing up and going down? Well, you're, you're totally right. We had Stephon Tewitt on NFL radio yesterday, and, and I just love the guy. But I'm yeah. just happy he's he's back and healthy. And it is, man. It's going to be a showdown. Like, I just can't wait to watch the Steelers' defense. I think it's going to come down to turnovers. If they could get some turnovers from Wentz, Ben, continue to play like he is. He doesn't have to do it all. That's the one thing I really like how Ben's playing is he's taking care of the football. And he's being smart with it. He can play that way because he's got a good defense behind him. So I think the Steelers will be all right this week. Oh, well, that guy. God bless you, Brucey. Thanks for your prayers, and uh, thank you for joining us in the locker room. And you're going to do it weekly, right, brother? Weekly, guys, if you'll have me. And oh, please, week, stop that. we got to do it over some Furies or some uh, Permane Brother sandwiches. <laughs> <laughs> I'd love it. Uh, all right. Fiori's Pizza. Oh, there you go. Uh, or Caliente's, baby. There you go. See you, guys. All, All right. right. We'll see you, God Bruce. God bless you, buddy. All right. Take and that's care. Bruce Gredkowski. And subscribe to SiriusXM's Best Package, All Access, and get your first six months for $50. Fees and taxes apply. See other details at SiriusXM.com slash scouting. All right. We're going to be... We're going to be back after this. He's Wolf. I'm Touch, and you are in the locker room.
been about 19 catches and but he's only averaging 7.3 yards a catch yeah so what i'm saying is they, they they've got him on short patterns to try and get the ball out quick they're doing those sorts of things and if the steelers can just get the job done like they've been doing they've yeah. been doing a great job and i think this is going to be a game where again the front ends of both defenses are going to play a lot and say a lot about who's going to come out the victor yes yes um it's going to be the the trenches. Absolutely, yeah. I'm excited. That's what we live for. Right, right. You got You love a good slug of match. We're going to watch the trenches. Yes, we are. Yeah. This is going to be fun to watch this weekend. Yeah. You know, because I'll tell you this much. I love the quote because I just read it to you, Randy Feetner. You know, the Steelers' offensive right. coordinator, uh, looking over the Ste- the Eagles' defense. He said, "Well." You're going to have to whoop a man's butt to be quite right. honest. That's about as honest and you know to the bone as you can get. Right. You're going to have to whoop a man's butt. You know yeah. where they're going to line up. You know where they're going to be. That's a big front end. That's a great a hostile seven eight man rotation. They're going to come through in waves. You've got to be ready to buckle up this weekend. And so you know one one of the things that we were talking about was Jim Schwartz. Uh, they have the wide nine, wide nine defense. And Brandon Brandon Graham and Fletcher Cox and Derek Barnett are great pass rushers. And Josh Sweat has three sacks. Malik Jackson has a great swim move. And Hassan Ridgeway, good bull rush. Uh, and he picks the hands up. He does. Yeah. He's got a nice hand lift. R- yeah. Grab the wrist and put it up over your head. And that what that does is create for you because – most people, and this I learned actually in my years in judo and jujitsu. Right. Most people are so sensitive to balance using their hands. Right. And when you raise the hands up and get them up backwards over your head, you totally dislodge and uproot a man. And that's one of the things that you can do uh, in pass rushing to create that uprooting power that puts a guy off balance. 
And you know, one of the things they do is they run five man rush. Yes. Uh, five and, bigs, we used to call it. And, uh, and when they, uh, put the extra defensive lineman in, it's Jernard Avery, and he stands up, and uh, he's got a quick start, and he's got an, uh, uh, one and a half sacks. He gets off the ball quick, and, uh, you know, he, he uses a good bull rush. The strength of this defense is those seven, eight guys they rotate through. Right. Fletcher Cox and Brandon Graham, to me, are the they're the highlight right, guys. Right, right, I mean, Fletcher, I was watching him at the end of that Cincinnati game, and it was like he just he just decided, all right, it's about time for a sack. And he clubbed and uppercut at a guy so fast, so hard, so quick. You look at he blew by the guy and sacked uh, you know, a Burroughs, a quarterback. And I was looking at it going, it looked like he could do that anytime he wanted. Right. Yeah, but he doesn't do that. No, anytime. he doesn't. No, he doesn't. But when he decided to go, he went. And it was impressive. Yeah, and he's more of a bull rush guy. He's yeah. more of a bull rush, but when he did that one, that was a, it was just like I was, I was, I was like my jaw hit the table watching it going because it was really something. But Brandon Graham's another guy. He's a hot rusher, right? Yeah, he can bring it. He's got three sacks. He's got three sacks, and he's one of those guys that'll pressure that kid. Josh Sweat when he gets in that wide nine, right. he comes at a sheer right. angle and runs that arc so tight. Man, yeah. I'm telling you, yeah. uh, why? I would think, and this is just my thought process, because I'm I'm going, run the counter trap, run the counter trap, right. run the counter trap, because yeah. I think one of these guys, especially if you run it at uh, Sweat or at uh, um, Barnett, yeah. I think the counter trap would be really effective. Right. What do you think? I I, I, I agree with just you. Just trap them, man. Blow yeah, them up. Yeah, trap them, uh, but you got to blow them up. Yes, now there's the key. You can't belly him. You know yeah. that's that's we used to call it sliming a guy in the day. Right. You know you can't chest him. You can't belly him. You got to get under and up and explode through a man. But right. you can you can create a seam there that James Conner could take it to the house right, anytime right. given that seam. Amen. Uh, let's go to the phones. Uh, Peppy in Charlotte, North Carolina. Peppy, welcome to the locker room. Hello, Peppy. <laughs> Oh, hello. How are you doing? Good morning. Fabulous. Uh, I want to start in. I want to start by getting a little dig in at uh, Bill Belichick and the New England Patriots. <laughs> they had nine uh, Patriots opt out this season because of the coronavirus. Right. But I like to say they didn't have nine. They had eleven opt out because uh, Tom Brady could be playing for him, and he's not. And also, uh, Gronk could be playing for them. And they opted out. Now, you could say that all teams lose players because of free agency, but I think it's a little bit more than losing a player in free agency. They opted not to play for the Patriots when they could have been. So they had 11 opt-outs, nine for Corona and two for personal reasons. <laughs> I don't know what other free agents they lost. Um, now, I was going to reference the Bible in a different kind of way. You were referencing Psalms. In Ezra chapter 3, when the people had gotten back from exile and the foundation of the new temple was laid, there was rejoicing and there was mourning, mourning from the old men that remembered the old temple, and there's been rejoicing about the Steelers having fans in the stands this week, but I'm mourning because I remember the capacity crowd, 65,000 plus. Sure. But, um, so one thing um, I didn't understand about the Titans, the facility was closed, but right. the facility didn't didn't contract the coronavirus. 
but the facility was closed, and you still had more players testing positive. I, I don't. You probably don't know, but the question I had was why the players still have to be tested every day. Don't they go to the facility? To You're supposed tested? to go to the facility every day to be tested. Point of care testing. That's one of the. Um, you know, for teams that are at risk, who have been designated at risk, yeah. and they shut down the facility. But at the same time, you've got to have point-of-care testing. But what they did, apparently, what's being reported is that they congregated the players, that is, at a field um, in, in separate from the facility, uh, actually at a local elementary school or something like that, to work out. They're not supposed to congregate outside the facility once they leave. So this would be a violation of of the of the protocols that have been laid down for them. So that's where you know if you got some angst about the Steelers having to reschedule, that angst is into it should have been forfeited because if they indeed did go outside the protocols, if they did not adhere to the protocols, then uh, they should have to. It should cost them. Here's what I have to say about the angst about the game being postponed. Ben Rafferberger, he didn't originate the the phrase short end of the stick. The reporter asked him if he thought they got the short end of the stick. He said yes. So I'm calling on the Steelers to take that stick, the short end or the long end, and use it to stick it to the man. (laughs) And this is the way they're going to stick it to the man. They're going to run the table, get home field advantage, the best record in the conference, and then they'll get the buy that comes with the home field advantage. That'd be the way to take take that stick and stick it to the man. <laughs> Pepe, I but love now, that. Now, when the Steelers, <laughs> the Steelers had uh, uh, a few players test positive, it was a false positive, it turned out. It was like six or so at one time. But they waited for, I guess, the second test. They didn't close the facility. Um Again, I'm saying that I don't understand why the NFL closed the Vikings facility. Also, didn't it? Vikings, didn't they? yes, they had uh, they had a number and, of. Uh, wait a minute, the Vikings didn't have. I don't think they had positive tests, did they? I don't know. I can't remember, Peppy. Yeah, I'd have to go back and look. Um, there was something that happened with uh, Minnesota. That's right, they did have some. I th- well, and, I'm gonna have to check. I don't know. Yeah, I don't understand why they closed the facility. Uh, the facility wasn't the problem. We know that the, I think we can say the facility wasn't the problem because the people they still are getting positive tests back and they haven't reopened the facility. I think they closed the facility. I think it's prima facie evidence of living in the fears. And with Corona, a lot of people are living in the fears. I'm choosing not to live in my fears. I call living in fears because of Corona, coronaphobia. But uh, that's what we have with us today. So anyway, God bless you, Tunch. We'll be praying for you. Thank you. And in the meantime, not the meantime, in the nice time and in the outside time, let's go play some ball. Love it. Thank you, Peppy. Thanks, Peppy. All right, we're going to take a break. He's Wolf. I'm Tunch. You're in a locker room. And we'll be back after this.
13 sacks over the last two football games. I thought they really took over that Bengal game toward the end uh, and allowed that game to end in a tie with a dominant rush performance by the likes of Fletcher Cox and Brandon Graham. Uh, I saw the same thing uh, this past weekend in terms of watching them play, uh, but it goes beyond Cox and Graham. Um, you know, they have a seven and eight man rotation. That's a formidable one. They run a lot of fresh people at you. Uh, Malik Jackson, um, Javon Hargraves, former Pittsburgh Steeler. They round out the interior element of the rush. You're in the locker room with Tunch and Wolf. Presented by Neighborhood Ford Store. The Ford F-150 is the official truck of the Pittsburgh Steelers. Now, here's Tunch and Wolf. So that pass rush... Makes a grown man cry. <laughs> they have, it could. They have 17 sacks, but they only have two picks, and they only have one fumble recovery. So that's three takeaways. They're like minus three or something, and yeah. uh, you know the plus minus yeah, thing. Yeah, um, and uh, um, one of the things, uh, uh, you know, their linebackers are fast. Duke Riley's fast, right? Uh, he's sideline to sideline guy, but not so good in coverage. Not so good in coverage, and quite frankly, I wasn't all that impressed with their downhill bang. Right. Um, I thought Nathan Gary was pretty fair. Yeah. You know, I mean, good, solid, you know, weak side linebacker. Yeah, he, he's a uh, sideline to sideline guy. Yeah, he is. Uh, but the linebackers are not, I don't see a Vinnie Williams amongst them. No. You yeah, know what I mean? Uh, I don't. Uh, uh, TJ Edwards is. Uh, kind of big. Uh, oh, he's he's six one two forty. Alex Singleton uh, does a great job uh, of uh, uh, on a run throw. Mm-hmm. Uh, he uh, he he had a pick six last week. That'll that'll get your attention. Yeah. Um, they're I thought they're nickel guys. Is that the Cravon LeBlanc? I got the right. Am I saying that right? Yeah, he's decent. Right. You know, um, I love Darius Slay, Jalen Mills. I think yeah. those guys are, are hot. Avante Maddox is very good. I'm surprised they don't have more picks. Right. What? what why? I mean, because I, they play a soft zone. They okay. play cover two, cover three, uh, uh, a little cover one. But, but with the heat coming on the way it does, I, I thought uh, you'd have more for whatever reason. You yeah. know what I mean? Craven LeBlanc is a good blitzer. Yeah, yeah. He's uh, he's one of those guys that uh, he he's got nice timing. Yeah. Um, I don't think he's Mike Hilton, but he certainly is a guy that you got to watch out for and have respect for. Right. I just was really impressed with Jalen Mills when they dropped Jalen Mills down in the box. He got along the you know down there. Um, he did. He was able to disrupt. He was playing corner last week. Did he play corner yeah, last yeah, week? Yeah, yeah, against the 49ers. Yeah, he was a he was a he's a safety, but he played uh, a little corner because, uh, you know, I, I don't I don't know. I don't. Know. I just thought he was effective when they kept him around the line of scrimmage. Right. Now, when they go that that triple bunch formation, I know that he was you know at one point he was lining up there and. Some of the stuff they do with him, you know, he was coming off the slot and a delayed rush, that sort of thing. Um, but yeah. I don't know. I, Rodney, I, Rodney McLeod leads them in tackles. Yeah, right. I think he's pretty good. Yeah, he's 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 a he's a tough guy. Yeah. Um, I, I I just think if you go Maddox, you go Darius Slay, you go Rodney McLeod, you go Jalen Mills. All those guys to me were impressive. Right. Um, the linebacking core, on the other hand, I didn't think was all that right. impressive. Yeah. But their front end was very impressive. Yeah. So at some point front in time. Front end and the back end. Yeah. At some point in time, you think they're going to mesh with 
more, you know, takeaways. Yeah. So. Yeah. All right, let's go to the phones. Dano in Florida. Dano, welcome to the locker room, bro. Gentlemen, how are you? We're Good. great. How are you doing? How are you doing, buddy? Good. Mr. Elkin, I just want to tell you that you are in my thoughts and prayers and to let you know that the Steeler Nation is locking arms and bowing heads. Oh, thank you. Thank and you, Dano. Thank beautifully you. Beautifully said, and, Dano. And please, please know this, that the obstacle in front of you will never be greater than the God within you. Right. Amen, amen. Uh, Jehovah Rapha, the Lord, my healer. Yes. And I can do all things uh, with Christ who strengthens me. Uh, Philippians 4.13. There you go. Absolutely. Remember that you are a whosoever, Tunch. Yes. I'll never forget that. Very good and indeed. And also to you, Mr. Wolf. Yes. Please keep it down to one box lunch. <laughs> and please pack enough rice cakes for four quarters. You know, the good lady Karen, that's Tunch's wife, she said, now the whole goal is to get Tunch over 200 and, and, and me over under 300. <laughs> right, right. Well, hey, I'm, I'm here to help you do that, Wolf. <laughs> I like the chocolate okay, chip rice cakes. That. Absolutely. Exactly. But anyway, going to keep it brief, guys. So yes. God bless you. Uh, like I said, thoughts and prayers, Tunch. Yep. Thanks, Dano. Uh, God bless you. Love you, buddy. Love you too, guys. Take yes. care. Yes. I love you, bro. Take care. All right. Well, it's coming close to that time, Chalucha. I love it. You know, the yeah. countdown to kickoff. Yeah. It's uh, ah, exciting. Yeah, it's, it's exciting. And you know what? It's, it's, it's highly anticipated, highly, uh, you know, so just something that you look forward to so much. And I'm excited. We got some fans. We got some terrible towels. Yeah. We're going to play Renegade, Renegade, baby. Renegade. Yeah. All right. Let's go to Ernesto in California. Ernesto, welcome to the locker room, bro. Good morning, Wolf. Good morning. How you doing, Ernesto? I'm doing good. I wanted to ask you guys something, which I want to know what each one of you guys think. So, uh, I know you guys seen the Patriots hold down KC to uh, no touchdowns in the first half. Um, I don't know what uh, defensive strategy strategy they used. I'm pretty sure they just, they, uh, they said they weren't blitzing them. Uh, in a potential playoff game between Pittsburgh and KC, do we blitz them or do we play man coverage? You're talking about against the Chiefs is what you're saying. Yeah, against the Chiefs, against KC. What would you guys? Uh, what is you guys' opinion on that? Well, uh, I play a little. I, I mix up the coverages. To, I yeah. play. Mahomes I play, is too good to play. I, I play. One. I play zone and man. And, and play zone, zone and man. Yeah. You, yeah. You've got to change it up. If you go in against a guy like Mahomes with one thing you're concentrating on, you're dead. Yeah. The first thing you got to do, though, is you got to construct a game plan to keep his fanny on the bench. That means you got to ball control, and you got to make sure that your 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 best chance to beat him is if you can control the time of possession yeah. up around forty minutes. Oh, have have a run like we did against the Texans. Okay. Right. Yeah. Absolutely. You got to get up quarter. there. Yeah. Absolutely. And then uh, I wanted to mention to uh, say happy birthday to my thirteen-year-old son. All right. Oh, happy birthday. Yeah, uh, happy birthday, Angel. I love you. Uh, yeah, thank you, guys, man. Uh, that was my question. Other than that, uh, go Steelers, go out here in Long Beach. All right. All right. 
Thank but, you, Steelers Nation, Long Beach. Thank you for your yeah. prayers. Uh, thank you, brother. Ernesto, God bless you. Love you, buddy. All right. All right, we are going to Jason in New Hampshire. <laughs> Jason, welcome to the locker room. Oh, man. I appreciate the, the warm welcome, as always. Uh, you know what? I'm just going to jump right into the fact that I love football. I love football since five years old. It's always been Steelers, and here's the thing. I have some memories of a lot of those games, but mm. what I have the most memories of, the people involved. You know, the uh, growing up as a kid, you know, watching you guys as I was a young teenager, you know, it's the people and the players, you know, that run through my mind when I see a number. I, I can relate five people to, the, to a number on a jersey, but here's the thing, Tunch. We all love you guys, man, and, and it, beyond football – we love calling in. We love talking with you guys like we're friends that we've known each other forever. Right. And to hear the news, Tunch, I love you, man. And, you know, my, my fiancé and I struggle with our own things as well. We all seem to have our own struggle. Yep. And I'm sorry if I sound emotional, but, man, you, you guys mean a lot, even though we've never even touched eyes on, on each other. So much love to you, brother. Much love. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Much love to you, Jason. That's beautiful, brother. Well God bless you. Well said. We love you. Thanks for being a part of the show. It is a giant family. It is Steelers Nation, and uh, it has been such a privilege and such a blessing for uh, Chaluch and me to hang out with you guys for a yeah. Yeah. long, long well, time. I'll tell you, if I, ne- if I never get to call in again, just, just know how much you meant to me, even though I'm just somebody out in the world. You know what I mean? Oh, well, man. you better call back you in, though. I'm sorry. In. I got to go. Easy. I got to go Nick Jason in New Hampshire. New <laughs> 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 All right. Exactly. You guys. Have a great day. All right, brother. All right, thank love, you for your kind you words. Thank and, you for your yeah. call. Thank yep, you for yep. your. All right. Let's go to. What do we got? James in Mississippi. James. James. Hey, Wolf and Tonch. How you doing? I've been a long time. I'm doing good, man. I'm just a long-time listener and never called in, first time calling in. Hey, man, I want to give a shout-out to you two guys because y'all keep it real and you keep it spiritual. That's what really attracts me to you guys. You know, uh, you 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 don't have to do it, but you do it from the, because you love to do it. And I have to give a, a shout out. I am a Steeler fan. I love the Steelers, but I also love you two guys because of y'all. You really are inspiration to me. I drive a truck and listen to you all the time. And hey, man, y'all don't come on. It just it hurts me to my heart. <laughs> y'all keep up the good work, man. Thank you God so very you. much. I love wow. you, James. I, Thank you. All right. I love you, bro. Man, that's humbling. Humbling yeah. words. Thank yeah. you. So uh, we're, All right. we're coming on to the end. Uh, Chalooch, what are you thinking? We, I'm thinking the Steelers are going to beat uh, Philly. I think we got to beat the beat the rush. And yeah. that's one of the ways I, I, I think about it is I think about some draws. I think about some quick screens. Right. But, you know, that, that counter trap, I hope they run that. I yeah. hope James hits it. But I'll tell you another thing. I saw an inkling of it in the last game against Houston, and it it's something that I think uh, I, can be utilized. I don't know how much this weekend, but the fact is um, Anthony McFarlane, is a weapon. And when he runs that outside zone and he puts that pedal to the metal yeah. and he hits that second gear, by golly, he yeah. can he can gallop to the corner. I like that. 
Yeah, I like something. I, 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 you know, but and also, uh, James Conner. Uh, no question. Yeah, James. That's Conner. like running the straights, inside zones, counter traps. Right, and he's a good receiver coming out of the backfield right, too. So. Right. Let's go, baby. Let's go, baby. It's the uh, the game time. Coming down, walking the zone. Right, I uh, love this time of uh, the, of the week. Yeah, and that lead up to kickoff is yeah. always the most precious. Yeah, with that, uh, we were nervous like uh, Friday. <laughs> nervous like you can't believe. All right, so long, everybody. God bless and thank you for Jacob. Uh, thank you, Jacob. You were uh, outstanding. I don't know if you got Rosalita or anything like that, but whatever. We're gonna fire up Fred Flintstone. Yeah, you know, because that's right. the way it is. All, All right. right, we'll see you at game time, baby. So long, and God bless. Yeah, but never do.